but we never really had the opportunity to sit down and talk about anything of a personal nature, right? We were always right. just cutting up and and making everybody around us mad. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Guys Talking Shit. I'm Jim Spangler, one of your hosts. And I'm Wes Clerge, Clerge, correction. Uh, make it bougie, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Let's keep it bougie, because we're two bougie guys, let me tell you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm your second host of Two Guys Talking Shit. Jim, it's been uh, a little bit of a while since we've it's had an opportunity yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, today is Sunday, December 18th. I only say that so that people kind of know when we, if we talk about current events, that they know where where we're at, right? Oh, absolutely. Because we can talk about something that two weeks from now is not even a thing anymore. <laughs> it won't be relevant at all, but we'll still be talking exactly. about it because that's who we are. That's exactly right. And hopefully we're going to be able to give you your 12 chuckles today. Oh, you know what? I haven't met my quota yet as of today, so well, there there's you go. plenty of opportunity. There you go. We got it. We got to get that in there, bud. That's that is that's got to happen. So, how are you doing? I'm doing well. This week has been very. Uh, the past couple of weeks have been very busy for me. Um, I was reminded of a story where I realized in two instances in my life I was incredibly prejudiced. And I was also uh, like, it was it happened to me, but also yeah. both both times I realized, wow, you know what? As terrible, and here's the thing: this is going to be a terrible sentiment, and I know this, and I recognize it. But the funny fact still remains: it it could be said that racism saves just as much as it takes, and it's wild. Now that's <laughs> out. It's a wild take. Now, I have That's an a interesting premise. take. That's <laughs> it's interesting. A, it's a crazy premise. Now, the reason I say that, and all, of course, all this is all jokes, right? Right. Now, right. right. the reason I say that is because I remember one of the very, very first times that I started, like, my performing career, I was on my way out to audition for Portland Opera. Yeah. And I was For those of you, I, you people don't know... Wes has the most gorgeous voice, just breathtaking, so gorgeous. So go ahead. I just thought I would put that in so that you didn't have to say it, and I can say it for you. I can edify you a little bit, right, for you? Well, thank you, buddy. I mean, I think I'm all right, if I'm being honest. But yeah. uh, it's it was something that, you know, I was very young. I didn't really know what I was doing or, like, how the industry worked or anything like that. But... I went on a flight. I was taking my flight to Portland and I had all of my music in my carry-on because I took like a carry-on and just like my suit and the music because I was only going to be yeah, there for like two days. Yeah, you don't need took anything all my, else. Yeah, exactly. I don't need anything else. The one thing I decided to take um, was my metronome. Now, you may know what a metronome is, right? But the most do. people, most people have no idea what a metronome is truth so for and remind remember i'm in an airport <laughs> <laughs> i go through security and 
with all the shufflings that happening in my carry-on, my metronome turns on. Oh, and no. it's loud. <laughs> it no. is loud. And it is aggressively loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I go through security. And these people are freaking out. Of course they are. Rightfully it's so. It's exactly. <laughs> oh. And so all they're hearing is this tick, 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 tick. But it's not speeding up because that's where the metronome. That's what works. a metronome does. That's right. That's right. It just, that's exactly right. Just that just... steady beat, baby. Steady beat. And my oh. gosh. And, and they were having somebody there with not white skin, which oh. just amplified it even more. And let me tell you, my I had a much thicker beard then as well, too. Oh, my oh, gosh. <laughs> like, it gets worse. The whole thing just goes downhill faster oh. and faster. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. So, so I go out there, and the worst thing about it is I don't know that my metronome turned on. So oh, I'm going no. through security, and they take my bag, and they're like, whose bag is this? They're, like, screaming, whose bag is this? You know? <laughs> and so I'm like, that's that's my bag. And they're like, did anybody pack your bag for you? I was like, no, it's just me. Like, my, I'm 20, maybe 21 yeah. max. Like, yeah. Yeah. Super kind of just like, I just want to make it to my destination safely. <laughs> Can I just get there, please? Right. And they're like, what's going on in this bag? They're like, we hear a ticking sound coming out of this bag. And I start freaking out. And I'm like, who touched my bag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm running through the entire scenario in my head being like, where did I go? Was it, was it when I was of in the bathroom? Did. did someone of put something in it? So I'm freaking out. And let me tell you something. I've never seen two bigger people come to me so quickly. Like, I'm these people were linebackers. One was like 6'4, wow. the other one was like 6'6. Six, six. And when I tell you just a behemoth of men, uh, <laughs> like uh. I'm like, oh my God, this is a problem. And that's when I finally <laughs> remember. Cause I mean. I'm being honest. I'm up all of 45 seconds away from being detained. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think probably even less than that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So then I go on there and they say, we hear this ticking from your back. And suddenly it clicks in my brain. I have my metronome because now I'm hearing the ticking and right. it's not speeding up. I'm like, oh, right. my gosh, it's my metronome. Yeah, I I. I tell you, it must have been whatever whatever spirit there is. I explained what a metronome was so precisely and calmly and didn't freak out <laughs> that I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. That is so and great. When I tell them, I'm like, look, what you can do with a metronome, you, I was like, you could go through the whole bag. There is nothing in there that I care for you to see. It does not matter. You can go through the whole bag. You're going to find something that's going to be black. It's called a metronome. You could turn it. And if you turn it to the right, don't be alarmed, but it's going to speed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if you go all the way to the right, you're going to hear a flat tone. That doesn't mean anything's going to happen. Like, 
they're thinking this thing is a bomb that's of about to go off. Of course they are. Of course. I'm at O'Hare Airport, which is one of the largest airports in the entire country. Yep. I that was my moment where I was like, you know what? I think racism saved in that moment <laughs> because it's like you. I, it, it's crazy, right? And I understand there's a whole bunch of societal things that go along with it. Right. But I'm a black man saying, you know what? I would do the same goddamn thing. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I have to say I would have done the same thing too. It's 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 you know crazy in those moments when you think about it. And then when I look back, I was like, you know what? Kudos to them. Good on them for just being right on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of things that make us um that bother us about going through airport security right now. I mean, you know, um and all because somebody tried to set off a bomb in their shoe didn't even yes. wouldn't even light right um but i get it i get it and you know what every time i go through i just remind myself it's all good because i'd rather go through this and feel safe than not exactly right i mean and- i've had my bags i've had my carry-ons checked you know they do that check with the with the cloth where they check to see if you have explosives yeah. in there and i'm yeah. like you know and i'm a i'm an old white man you know i was like and, Go for and it. I get it. I'm I good. It. I'm good with and, it. And that's one of the things that I kept telling myself afterwards. I was like, you know, I'm not mad about it. I I, yeah. I can laugh at it now, you know, right. realizing like my own mistake in it and taking accountability for that. But one of those things, just realizing being like, wow, you know what? I'd much rather go through that over and over and over again, rather than have someone not check and have it not be, oh, it's probably that's just right. whatever, you know? Because safety right. is such a big thing with flying and you I mean you're thirty thousand feet in the air, like literally, <laughs> you you fall and th- I mean, anything have and if anything happens, it's that's pretty much it. Yeah, so you're pretty much you know unless you have some mysterious, you know, parachute that you're carrying. <laughs> exactly, you're, it's pretty much done. It's pretty much over. That, and it's kind of a you know it's kind of scary when you think of it that way. I try not to think of it that way. I try not to either. And I always just remind myself of that story. And funny enough, ever since that happened, I have always, if I've gone on a longer trip, we'll say, I've always had my bags checked, which I'm okay with. <laughs> really? Every single time, without fail. Are you serious? Without fail. Every single time I fly. From that point forward, I've always had my bags checked. You- it's been seven years. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Do you think that's because you're black? Honest question. You know, I I don't know. I think because of that incident, they had to, of course, write a report about it. Because I mean, it was it was concerning for a lot of people. Like the people surrounding me were really nervous and stuff like that. So I understand what it was. Um, It could be because there are people of darker complexion from that region as well too yeah so maybe absolutely. it could be it could be absolutely. they're just like they don't know um yeah yeah and, and you could be flagged somehow yeah exactly so that's it why could I'm be like, that you're flagged somehow I, I i doubt that though because once you get through the id check it's they don't, the they don't know yeah. right yeah they don't know so but who knows who knows yeah. i have no that's idea crazy, how it works though. I that's no nuts. Idea. I know, but it's also like, 
what what was I thinking bringing the metronome? Like, I don't need it. I'm a singer. What I was about to say for <laughs> I was as you were telling the story, I was thinking that is an interesting thing to take to an audition. I want to know why you needed that on an audition. When I tell it was like I think one of my first major auditions after like graduating college. Mm-hmm. And I think I was so nervous. I just brought everything. Of course you were. Oh, you yeah. know. Oh, absolutely. I was a mess, and of I was worse. Like, and you're flying out to another city, and you're. Oh yeah, yeah it was big time. That was big time. Yeah, I re- I remember that story every time I fly now. And That's now when funny. I go to the airport, I just laugh, like because I'm like, That's you know what? Funny. You ha- everyone has those mistakes that they make. Now, Uh-oh. for all the people talking out. What are you talking about? I never make mistakes. <laughs> Wes, I never make mistakes. What are you talking about? <laughs> now all those people like that will freak out and say, he said racism saves more than it takes. <laughs> I'm black. I get it. Like, trust me. I understand. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. I understand the yeah. plight. But... Oh, that's nuts. Shit, if I was the, if I was the lady behind me, the oh my, it was an older white lady who was behind me, and he was she not let happy. me have it. <laughs> I bet she did. I bet she did. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. That's a crazy yeah. story. Yeah, one that's of my crazy. favorites. Yeah, yeah. Started start off with a big one, man. Start off with a bang, yeah. right? Light your hair on fire and run up and down the aisles. That's what they say. <laughs> start a show, never... light your hair on fire, and run up and down the aisles. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to start a show. I've never heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) It comes from the school of faster, louder, funnier is what I think. Oh, that's great. It's part of that, right? Because you if you're if and it makes sense because if you're doing a show and it starts off just boring, unengaging, then people people don't want to see that. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to see that. They want they want somebody running up and down the aisles with their hair on fire. That's what they yeah. want. And and it doesn't mean that it has to literally be a huge frantic thing, but it has to be something to grab their attention because that would certainly grab your attention. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, look, I people people are probably going to hate me, but I have a very flagrant and wild imagination and sense of humor. But as you were saying it, I was like, you know what? Like, you could think about it. Christianity kind of starts the same way. Here's all of a sudden this woman that's pregnant and angels just talking, talking shit, being like, that this is going to come out here and say it, yeah. everybody. That's and right, what? man. It's, yeah. 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 You want to talk about yeah. lighting your hair on fire? That's it. <laughs> that's it. I, it wasn't even her hair, was it? It wasn't even her hair. It wasn't even her hair. <laughs> so I, i'm sorry i know i, I pushed the boundary personally okay. <laughs> the show's called two guys talking shit we're not yeah. we're not trying to we're not trying to fool anybody in anything and that's kind of the point right kind of kind yeah. of the idea so i wanted to bring something up because um i have two things i wanted to talk about tonight actually because one um i just got finished watching episode one of season three of we're here do you know what that is no okay so we're here is a show on hbo and it's three drag queens 
that go to small communities, for the most part, small communities that are not LGBTQ friendly, that are not queer friendly, uh, and they put on a show to show love, right? It's to show that this is not threatening. This is not anything bad. Um, it's all okay. about love. And I love the way that they do it. It's done so well. And they, you know, they take time to go out into the community and meet people and talk to them. And even if the people are saying bad things or are against them, they never give anything except for respect, respect, respect and love. It's, That's it's great. really great. And we were watching it, um, tonight we were watching it, right? That's why I was late to, to the recording. Uh, I texted, no I texted Wes about, about 6.59. I'm going to be late. <laughs> no worries. But that, that's a because, great premise. Like, I, I yeah, like that. I like yeah, that it's, idea. It's, that's amaz- it's an amazing show. And so um, I had heard that this season that they were really going to push, right? They were really going to push buttons and really take risks and, and really put it out there um, because it's all about showing that it's not threatening. It's yeah. it's fun and it's art and it's love and it's all of those great things, right? But people are scared. They don't understand. They're scared. Yeah. You know. So absolutely. So they were in Granville, Texas. That sounds not like <laughs> that doesn't sound like a fun place to be. They have a monument. Community. They have a monument in the courthouse square that has the Confederate flag carved into it. Whoosh. <laughs> All right. So, and, and yeah, I'm saying, you know, and, and when they found out, so they, they were there around the 4th of July. And when they found out, uh, when Granville found out that they were coming, like, like Facebook blew up, right? You can imagine social media and, oh, and what yeah. happens because of course it's not, it's not the allies that are going to get on social media and no. do anything. It's everybody that's against it that's going to get out and make their voice really loudly heard. Um, and, you know, as we know, usually the people that protest the most end up being gay. So, anyway, I yes, I said it. <laughs> yes, I did say it. Anytime I see a minister get on and start just going uh. off. And you know what I'm talking about. You know I what I'm talking about. You totally know what I'm talking about. And I just I just always look over to Kate, my wife, and go, You're gay. Yeah. Closet. Closet. And and God love them. It's you know, I yeah. I do not hold any animosity against that because that's scary. And especially in some communities and, and Granville, especially, like they thought they were gonna be marching in the Fourth of July parade. Well, people were like it was like threats of violence. Well, yeah, right? it becomes and a so, big safety hazard, you know, it, safety oh, concern. Oh, absolutely. And they never had any intention of marching in the parade. They're right. there to put on a drag show, right? They're not there to, you know, anything. Right. But it was it was wow. truly with with what's happening in the news today, right? With book banning and with <clears throat> um, you know, all the all of our trans brothers and sisters that are getting killed and um, I, I feel like it's really front and center right now. I, I just feel like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel like it's really front and center. And um, so this is just an amazing thing because they had three people that were going to be in the drag show with them. What they do is they go down, they go into town and they get somebody from town 
to do the show with them. That's the whole point. The point is to show the community that they're here, that they exist, right, in your community, and that it's okay that they're in your community, right? And it's to give these people courage to stand up and be their authentic self. And it, it really is a brilliant show. We, and that's we a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh like. yeah. It's just wonderful. It's so good. For those of you that watch Dancing with the Stars, uh, one of the drag queens is Shangela. So if you watch Dancing with the Stars, she just was runner up on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I mean, it's just really stunning stuff. Um, but it just made me... It just made me think of how lucky we are to live in a space where that where there's more ally than opposition. Absolutely. Right? There's more Absolutely. allies in our in our in the Chicagoland area. Um, and I say Chicagoland area because I'm actually in Oak Park. Um, but there's more allies where we live than detractors and that is not to say that there are not detractors in chicago let's be there are yeah there are absolutely but um you know boys town i believe boys town was the first recognized gay community in the united states so that would not surprise me yeah i could see that i could absolutely see that you know to be in a place like that we take for granted that if you're gay you're just gay you know, yeah, and, and that's and there are enough allies that if people don't like it, they're just like, I don't care if you don't like it. Right? Yeah, the significant threat to your life diminishes, like exactly significantly right. by by a large margin. And I mean, that's a that's a first off beautiful premise of the show. I think you oh, it's described it really wonderful. That's a, that's a it's really really wonderful. good thing to have. Yeah, um, the sad thing, you know, and this is this is kind of just a different side of my brain talk. I'm sad it's only on HBO. You know why? Because then you have to, like you have to see it only on HBO. Yeah. I think that'd be a great yeah. show to have yeah. mass access to. Well, because I representation think... matters. Oh, oh my gosh. Like if you I, think I, about I, it, that's so, that's so important. In, in yeah, everything. Exactly. I mean, what was it like when you, let's just put it right out there. How did you feel when you went and saw Black Panther for the first time as a black man going to a Marvel movie and seeing Black Panther, what you I know, mean, I, I, I get teary eyed thinking about it because it was a life changing experience. Of course like, it was. And I was an adult when it came out. I can yes. only imagine like what a child would be feeling. Oh. I have no idea. Like I, Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. Representation is so important. It is in in all aspects of our life. Representation is important. And um, I will always be an ally for that and always speak up about that. um, Because I, I, you know, to be a little, I can't be, I can't imagine. Well, first of all, I can't imagine being a black man when Obama was elected. But can you imagine, because you probably grew up never even thinking that was even that it wasn't, wasn't even a thought. It was no. like no. the idea, the concept of it was cool, but like the fact that it could happen was yeah. never a possibility. Never a possibility. And yeah. to can you imagine the children now that saw him get elected? Because you know now it's possible. 
I have nieces and nephews um, that are, I have an older brother. And he, I remember when he was elected, like seeing both my niece and my nephew be like, wow, they look like me. Like that was what they said. Right. And I remember like, I was in college when he got elected for his first term. And I remember like watching them and seeing them say that and your heart wells up. Yeah, like, absolutely. How can it never not? knew you? you yeah. Like, the idea of something like that happening is, is tremendous. You know, funny yeah. enough, actually recently at Harvard, um, the first woman of color ever in their presidency has just been like appointed to that university yeah and that's she's the 30th president in harvard's history and she's a black like uh first generation american woman and And isn't she first of all she's the first person of color yes right and the first woman correct first woman of correct color, obviously yes it would be it would have to be both if it, you know, yeah obviously no. that is stunning that is stunning and so yeah so this show is all about that and it just always makes me so I, it's such a mixed emotion right because i so am grateful for where we're at and i'm also um my heart goes out to those communities where that's not. And it's so amazing to see these people get up on stage with strength and say, we're here. We are yeah. here and we matter. Right. It's so, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And that's the, and that's the thing. People don't realize it takes strength to do that. Like courage is oh. never the absence of fear. Fear will always no. exist. That absolutely. And, and so it's just really great. I just wanted to bring it up because, like I said, I just got finished watching it, and I think it's just such – it's so important um, to get that message out. And even though we are two guys talking shit, right, we still understand. We're not you – know, Yeah, we're not we silent on things. No, yeah, you know? not at all. We, and I think it's important for our listeners to know that. I agree, and – um that's something that I take great pride in. You know, my one big thing that I feel that I'm called to do is bring joy and experience joy in its highest form, just in life in general, um, which is why I have my 12 chuckle motto, you know, just that. And that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like my, my own motto, how to live my yeah. life. But yeah, the, the, the fact that people can go out and live and be who they want to be and be free. That is a, a beautiful feeling like and there's well, no other and, word to describe it. how beautiful. many places i mean think about in the world how many places i mean just just i mean the world cup just finished think about cutter yeah and not you can't be there's like gay can't be gay can't would that doesn't yeah. that's not even like that is like not even on the table right? yeah that is that is you know they couldn't even wear their armbands, the ally armbands to support the LGBTQ community in Qatar, they said that they would automatically get yellow flagged, yellow yeah. carded, yellow carded, yeah. um, which is if you get if you get a red card, you're you're out. You're out right? for the and game, so, for that game yeah. and the next game. And the next one. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, I, I think just that there are times that that people take people like us can take that for granted right and i never want to be that person i never want to take it for granted now saying that when i was younger i totally took it for granted 
Yeah. Let's be you never real. You, you never know. Like, th- nope. it's not that you never know, but you don't realize it until you're older. That's, that's right. not a, something that you realize as a – That's right. Well, Like, as a child. Yeah, and and my – you know, we talked about at the beginning of the episode your experience at airport security. Um, yeah. And, and I my first question was, do you think it was because you were a black man? Um, and you had to stop and go – Yeah, because I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Like, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know the answer. And I, and it's so easy for me as a white man to take my privilege just for granted, right? It's so easy for me just to go through life and never acknowledge the privilege that I have as a white man going through this world, this country, right? And um, so I always take those moments to, to, and when I was younger, I was clueless. I was clueless right i had we I, didn't know, I didn't even know what we white privilege are. was i was like what yeah. are you talking i don't even know what that means right? right so um it's very it's just very interesting and i love the show um i wanted to bring it up the other thing that i wanted to bring up and and then you can talk i'm talking a lot to you <laughs> we're good um, yeah the other thing i wanted to bring up was the tragic death of twitch this week Oh, yeah. So now uh, we are huge fans of So You Think You Can Dance. We have been from the very beginning. Like we remember when Twitch competed. We remember when Twitch auditioned. Yeah. Right. And um, just how staggering he was. Just we'd never seen anything like it. He was just absolutely amazing. and um, Captivating. Oh, just absolutely. And whenever he came back as an all-star, you're like – well, you're lucky that you're dancing with Twitch, but you're also unfortunate that you're dancing with Twitch because you got to yes. work twice as hard to get noticed on stage yeah. with Twitch, right? Because he's just so good. He's just yeah. so good. Um, and I, I wanted to bring it up because I think mental health is such an important issue, right? Yeah. Um, I suffer from mental health issues. I suffer from depression and anxiety. And sometimes it's debilitating. Sometimes I, my anxiety can be so high that I literally can't walk out the door. I'm like, I I can't, I just can't. And there's no reason for it. There's no, you know, there's no good reason for it. It's just, it's just a fact that I'm like, I cannot, I just can't. I just, I just can't. And that's really hard to say. Like, Kate, so we were talking about it and um, uh, just recently that I feel comfortable. She's my wife. I love her dearly. But just recently did I feel comfortable telling her just how bad my anxiety can get. She mm-hmm. didn't know. She had no idea. Mm. Right? And so um, to be I, – I just found that his death so tragic on so many levels and it so affected me um, – you know, and the outpouring of love and such for him. But I just wanted to bring it up because I think that that's, it's important. No, it's, it's super, super important. And first off, uh, to just one question, how long have you and your wife been married? Actually, I met Kate in 2004. Okay. So, and we might as well have been married then, honestly, because I moved, I moved up here. I was in Indianapolis and I moved up to Chicago uh, in August of 2005 to live with her. So, oh, okay. So yeah, you guys. Yeah. Been so for a we've while. been together for a long time. Yeah. No. Yeah. And she just had no idea because I didn't. It wasn't something that I shared. Yeah, and so I, I mean, kind of 
going off of that, me as a black man, there is this stigma in our community that mental health means that you're weak yeah. in some in some sense of the word. Yeah. Um, and it affects it affects you in so many different ways. And it's Ugh. not it's not like a cut that you get on your body that you can always see. You know, that's right. and that's where I think people get lost. Um, that's right. You know, I I deal with anxiety greatly. I mean, I'm I'm an artist. Like, right. I, it, anxiety. We automa- and we automatically yeah. tear ourselves down. We yeah. automatically oh, are yeah. like, oh, I'm not as good as that person, or I'm not good enough, or I've got to, you know, uh, you, we are automatically in that world because that's the world that we live in. Absolutely, and I think that it's important to recognize. Not only the the thing that I enjoy about this is that we're two men speaking about this. And that's that's what's important because there's always this idea of what is a man or, you know, men don't talk about. It's like, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) What are you talking about? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, look, guys, I understand that, you know, there are responsibilities that each of us has. But... That doesn't mean it's not hard. That doesn't mean it's not overwhelming or taxing or mm-hmm. it's not debilitating. Right, right. And and I um, you know, uh I, I I didn't I don't certainly don't want to trigger anybody on this podcast. Um, if you are in that place, please call the suicide hotline, get help, tell somebody you matter. Please. You matter. Please. You matter. Please, it is absolutely yeah. important. And for those of you who, you know, who struggle with that, it's just know you are not alone and it's important. So that's exactly right. And if you need to reach out to one of us, you know, we reach out and say, Hey, I'm struggling. And, uh, you know, if we can't, if we can't be there to help, we will certainly get you help. Absolutely. And just certainly do it. Just for those of you who are unaware, if you, call or text 988 on your phone you'll literally be able to talk to someone right there that's the suicide prevention hotline it is super important go like easy as 911 that's right yeah 988 yep good to know thank you for help for saying that ask for help it's not it doesn't mean you're weak it doesn't mean you're less than everybody needs help here and there and i think that's super important and i'm glad i'm glad that you said that Twitch's Twitch's passing for me was was tough. It reminded me of when Robin Williams passed, you know, and yeah. the amount of joy that both of these people brought onto their That's life right. in, from their life, and they shared it with the world, you know, yep. masters of their craft and of their art, and That's right. It just goes to show you. You never really know what's going on, like nope. in someone else's life, what's going through their head. So be kind. That's like, right. Be That's kind right. to each other. Give the give whoever you're with the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right. It's give them tough. the benefit of the doubt. And it's it is sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's like you are being a pain in my ass and I don't want to give you anything. Right. Yeah. And you have to step back and go. I do. I have no idea what's happening in their life. I have no idea. I have no idea what happened to them five minutes before I saw them. Right. 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 I mean, you know, you don't know. Like I was on the train 
coming home and my daughter called me when my dog died. Nobody on the train would oh, know that. Man. Nobody would know that, right? Nobody would have any idea that that had happened. But if you talk to me afterwards, <laughs> I might have been a little snippy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say I the bet. least, I might have I been bet. a little snippy. Right? Yeah, I'm just I saying, you were. Was, yeah, I only say that just as a point of that we just don't mm-hmm. know. We just don't know. So, and that's, anyway, and that's, I did not mean to bring the podcast down. Oh, I just no, took man. it. I just took it right down. Do you want to? Do you want me to tell you our other prejudice story? To oh yes, <laughs> please, please, we might as well. Right? What is that? Hey, we've talked about lots of prejudices, right? We've talked we... about prejudice against the LGBTQ, against blacks, oh yeah, against uh, you know, depression, you know, and all that. We might as well just keep it going. And this is why you follow two guys talking shit. We cover everything here. That's right. We're not scared of anything. We're hard hitting journalists. (laughs) (laughs) I think Wes, I think that's the first time anybody's ever said that to me. (laughs) Look, we are journalists in the highest form. Uh, you come here for all your information and and post it on the internet because who facts checks anything nowadays? This is feelings over facts. People. Well, certainly, certainly, we all know that Twitter doesn't fact check anymore. So you know that's a that's a statement. Thank you a lot. You're much. absolutely okay. right. But yes, I want to hear your other story, please. Okay, please. so now this one, now this one's on me. I take ownership of it. And here's the thing, I have to say. Honestly, I was incredibly tired that day. So I give myself a little bit of credit. I got two hours grace. of sleep because I yep. I got two hours of sleep and I was packing and I was coming home from where my parents are, from my parents' home. And I was flying back to Chicago. Now, on this particular flight, it was a really empty flight. And I was like, man, this is great. Like, I can have a Absolutely. whole row to myself. Nice. I can have a fan. And I'm telling, I'm ready to go to sleep. Like, right as soon as I oh. put my seatbelt on, I'm ready to buck and go to sleep. Of course. And then a man, a man I do not know, sits next to me. Now, I'm in the window seat. Not, he doesn't sit in the aisle. He sits in the middle seat right next to me now the plane is basically empty there is plenty of room like there's maybe all of 25 30 people on this flight and he sits I, I, right this, next to me this is not going to be good i can already feel oh, it. it's not no, going to be good it's not, <laughs> now mind you i'm tired i'm exhausted anytime i fly if you see me in the airport don't talk to me <laughs> don't want to be spoken to you think i want to be there yeah (laughs) just as a as a heads up but uh i go this guy sits next to me and he doesn't speak any english and i'm like okay no problem but here's the thing the only words he said to me he took out his phone and showed me a picture of military personnel in guerrilla warfare like ensemble and the only word he says to me is afghanistan and i'm like i turn around my sisters on the on the plane 
I turn around and look around like maybe I'm, I was like, did I hear this right? Did I hear what I just heard? I text my sister. I said, you better keep your ass awake because this might be our last flight. <laughs> maybe a short flight. This may be a really short flight. And I'm like, look, stay, hey, stay awake. We, we, we got to oh. fight. And look, wow. and you know the crazy thing? Sits next to me. The whole flight doesn't move. And you know the crazy thing is the flight attendant walks by me and is like, hey, sir, is everything okay? And I swear to you, Jim, I could not blink at this lady hard enough to try and tell me move my damn seat. <laughs> and I was just like, but there's nothing in me that made me feel, you know, where I was like, I, I was like in immediate danger at that yeah. exact moment. Yeah. And so wow. I'm like, yeah, everything's okay. And I'm looking at this lady like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, can we do? You got an empty plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Come to wow. find out, they were refugees. And that's where I realized I was like, that's an incredibly prejudiced moment on you, Wesley. You yeah, got to think absolutely. a little bit bigger than that, you know? And yep. it's like, you know what? That's when I realized I was like, something like that happened to me a couple years ago with my metronome. And then look at what happened to me. You know, I think this was just like last year, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? The world is a big place. It's a beautiful place. And it just goes to show you that two sides of the same coin can exist within the same person, you know? And I'm not saying that I'm perfect or that, you know, anything came of it. But it's Oh, like, don't worry. If you said yeah. that, I would be perfect. But, you know, it's just like, you know what? Wow. Yeah. I should have maybe thought of that for a second. But in my head, I'm like, yo, you, you get into this moment where you're fight or flight. And for me, I've been in those situations enough where for me, I'm, I always fight. And that's of kind course. of my response. Of but yeah, yeah, it was it was an incredibly humbling time where I was like, you know what? My life experience is different and I'm privileged not only as a man, but like, I'm a black man and I have, I, I, I get to do what I love right. legitimately. I get to do what I love and not many people can say that. And, and you have food in your stomach and you have clothes on your back and you have a dry, warm place to sleep. Yes. And I think how many um, people in the world don't have that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We, and as, that's the we most as important thing, we, as Americans forget that all the time. We are so yeah. the way we live is so disgusting. I, I mean, look behind me. I mean, that's come on. That's <laughs> disgusting. I mean, really, that is a privilege thing, right? Yeah. And you so, know, we don't we don't realize it. You yeah, know, we really yeah. don't. And um I'm so grateful for, you know, the people that I have in my life who constantly remind me. And I try and take a trip back to my parents' home country um of Haiti to remind myself I'm lucky. I am beyond yeah. lucky, um, yeah. you know. So I, I remind Wesley, that's of another that. topic we have to talk about another time. I did not know that your parents were Haitian. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. know that. That's that's for a different podcast, but I had no idea. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful new. thing. It's you a, know, it's it's interesting. What I, I I think we should close with this because we're we're hitting forty five minutes. Yeah, uh, and. And honestly, I wouldn't want to listen to a podcast longer than that. I don't Agreed. listen to podcasts longer than that. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we could 
let's be honest, we could talk for hours. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hours. I mean, that's the reason we're doing this is because, you know. Um, but, you know, just offering that bit of grace, right? Just offering that bit of just taking a breath. Yeah. Right. Just take a breath. Um, and that is, uh, that's so important. And I'm so glad we talked about it. And, and it's interesting, you know, I said, I didn't know that your parents were Haitian, that they, that they came from Haiti. I didn't know that at all. And it made me realize how much I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, this is an right? opportunity for us to learn about each other, which is what yeah. I love. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Cause we had such a great time in the show, a personal nature right we were always right. just cutting up and and making everybody around us mad um that's <laughs> <laughs> so, so true it's so true everybody from the cast of ragtime we are so sorry um if we made you angry backstage yeah, I, but they were we're so sick of you guys jam and west they're at it uh, again. Yeah. Uh, so it just may, it just is going to make, I think it'll make this podcast even more interesting as we discover absolutely. more about each other and uh, more about what we're, what we're doing. What our life is. And that's what we like to do. You know, we get to share, share stories. Absolutely. I love and it. I love it. It's a beautiful hey, thing. Yeah. Listen, if you want to get a hold of me, um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is Jim at the goofy guy.com. That simple. Jim at the goofy guy.com. That's the, that is really the easiest. I'm also on, I'm also on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, the goofy guy blog. Don't get me on Twitter. I'm basically giving up Twitter. Um, but on Instagram, it's the goofy guy blog on TikTok. I'm on TikTok now, Wes. Wow. I'm, what is that about? I'm, that's crazy. I that's know. Awesome, it's but nuts. also like comment for the algorithm here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that, Wes. I would never do that for SEO. What are you talking about? But yeah, so you can also find me there on TikTok. I'm finding I'm spending a lot more time on it. I now understand why my daughter can watch it for hours. It's, I mean, it's you could be there gross. for hours. Sometimes it's like watching a train wreck, right? Sometimes you just can't oh, turn yeah. away. Oh, yeah. 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 You like cover your mouth, but you're also like, oh. Oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and I am dying. I, I am dying to try to learn that Megan Trainer dance now that I'm seeing everybody do. Oh yeah. Oh no. I gotta do I, I gotta do a TikTok of that, right? I gotta put my goofy hat on to do it. I mean, come on, let's I, be let's be realistic here. I uh, I get why TikTok is so popular. Oh yeah. But the dancing for me takes me out. <laughs> it takes me out. I'm usually like, usually they do. T usually they take me out too. Um, because usually I don't care. But I love Megan Trainer, and she's great. I gotta I, give her I, credit. Yeah, oh, I great. love her. I love her. And um, the fact that it's a dance to her song, just it just makes me laugh. All these people that are doing it, it is so funny. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, and I, I'm the guy, I mean, I hate those things. I'm like, I will never do those I things, know, but, but I am so tempted fun. to do this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to watch. I will All say right. This. All right. If, not... if I do it, I, if I do it, I'll show it here. 
I'll show it here. Oh because yeah, we, yeah. We, now, that's we do now we have need. a. That's right. We do now have a YouTube channel. Um, it's two guys talking shit, except shit is spelled with an exclamation point because they won't let me put shit in the title. I kept trying to put it in as the title of the podcast and of the YouTube channel, and they wouldn't let me, <laughs> even yeah, though the tag is at two guys talking shit. Right? Love they were it. fine with that. But so, they couldn't anyway, do it in the name. Yeah, That's they couldn't fine. do it. So, um, yeah, we need we also we need to keep that in mind for future reference, right? Yeah, for uh, sure. Future reference logo, whatever we decide to do. Um, yeah, I mean, the best way to kind of reach out to us is Jim at GoofyGuy.com, right? Yep. Or what about you? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, for me, I mean, I'm mostly on. Do Instagram. you want them to get? A, do you want them to get a hold of you? <laughs> I don't mind when people get a hold of me. And you know, that's the funny thing is that I people think I'm very antisocial, and I'm not. It's just I'm terrible at replying. Like that's Trust something me, I'm everybody, really bad at. Trust me, he's terrible at replying. Like it's not he a is. personal thing. I'm just really bad at replying to people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's and I don't mean any animosity by it, but you could always follow me on Instagram at I am Wesley Anthony. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at the same handle I am Wesley Anthony, and that's W E S L Y, uh, not L E Y, just L Y. Yeah. Just L Y. Um, yeah. You could also reach me on my website at wesleyanthonyclerget.com. W-E-S-L-Y-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-C-L-E-R-G-E.com. I would wow. love to get in touch with everybody. Yeah, it's great, you, man. You spelled your name, dude. I'm so impressed. Whole thing, buddy. Wow. <laughs> That's so impressive. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. You didn't even have to think about it. You were like, I'm just going to rattle this puppy off. It's like you've had it your whole life. Uh, yeah, no. I, I love how I love, I love, I don't know. My parents, when they said my name, when I feel like when they gave me my name, they wanted to just have people go, Ooh, that's the name. Oh, it's a, <laughs> you can have a whole podcast about your name alone. I love that. I love your name. I love your name. So, um, yeah, and people are just going to know me as the Goofy Guy, which is quite a ride. I'm okay with that. I'm that's fine. Guy. We love it. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us this time. Thank you for the 15 people that listened to our very first episode, that downloaded our very first episode. Um, uh, you so guys are great. Us. We love we, you. We love you. And uh, it will only get better from here. So I think that's it, isn't it? I think yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. I think we're out, like, guys. We're out. Talk to you later. Now I gotta hit. The, I gotta hit the right button, Wesley. I can't find the. I can't find the end recording. There it is. Now I can end the recording. Now we're out.